Number one, re-engage. Engage. That was not a healthy engage sound. You need, you need to get your warp core checked out. You need out. to change your pants. <laughs> Everyone needs to check the their warp core. core at their age. This is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. Well, howdy, listeners, and welcome back to another installment of the Doll Witch Horrors. Last time, in their excitement to hug the Doll Witch, the party was split up by a dastardly pit trap. Koza and Solinar found a dollhouse chuck full of portals, and Koza, that weasel, magically transformed himself into a ferret. Aelita and Johannes were looking for tea, but could only find mildly murderous dolls. And Boat and Cole why they were busy on the beach making shelters. Let's tune back in to Shrieks in the Attic as the mystery gang reunites in the kitchen. So you all hear the screaming from the attic. Uh, I don't know if this stops Johannes's quest for tea, but Solinar did sort of trigger you all. We need to go up there, if I'm remembering correctly. Well, and that's where the dollhouse is anyway, the weird one that I was just trying to tell you all about. Oh, dollhouses usually have tea by them for tea parties. You know, that makes a twisted sort of sense, and I'm willing to roll with it. Let's go. Are you willing to quid pro roll with it? No. Low-hanging fruit. Low-hanging fruit. (laughs) (laughs) So you all are going to head up towards the attic. You notice as you walk into the main thoroughfare of the house, the stairs are there again. There is no more hole. Before we proceed any further... Can we just get an alert made of Brandon saying low-hanging fruit, low-hanging fruit, and put, like, klaxons behind it for every time we make a joke that's just, like, the most obvious joke in that moment? Oh, I wouldn't mind that being my text tone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to run up these stairs. Uh, wait. I'm going to have you roll oh. a dexterity save, Johannes. Well, he said wait. When has that stopped you before? Well, every time I always acknowledge my party. Because I saw as a ferret, um, sees a loose walnut on the floor and tosses it onto the stairs. Oh, walnut. I'm going to run after it. Dexterity save of a 10. So you're able to grab the walnut, uh, but as it starts, like, you know, popping up the stairs, you (laughs) notice that there are... I just like the idea of a walnut reverse slinking (laughs) upstairs. (laughs) Um, You notice wet footprints going up the stairs. Yeah, not important. I've got a walnut. You do now have a walnut. Okay, I thought I thought it was going to collapse all over again when we tried to go up it. No, but be careful. Somebody mopped and they didn't put a wet floor sign. I, I don't I don't appreciate this whole building rebuilding itself thing. That's not a that's not a good vibe for me. It's good for home values. Can I look to see if there's any signs of the stairs previously collapsing? Yes, you absolutely can. Uh, roll investigation. Which stats am I rolling that with? Investigation? Yeah, but with uh, ferret stats or... You should have your, the your same stats. Your intelligence hasn't changed. Okay, thank you. If your intelligence changed to ferret intelligence, you would be trapped as a ferret. Because you wouldn't be able to think to change back. That's ferret. Low-hanging fruit. Low-hanging fruit. <laughs> Why wouldn't you just say, yeah. hey, Gabe, could you replay that one? <laughs> That's a 20. Oh. But unnatural. Doesn't matter, it's still plenty. There doesn't seem to be any signs of decay on the stairs or any signs of the part where it broke. Uh, You can't communicate this as a ferret. I know. Because you're a ferret. I've got your walnut right here, buddy. It's right here. I'm going to try to grab it. Yeah, I'm giving it to you. I went and got it for you. Uh, Okay. Because it rudely snatches the walnut from your hand. Yes, exactly. Rude, but also I'm glad that I was able to help you find it. You seem to be evaluating these stairs quite closely, and the walnut was in my hand the whole time. So I'm going to walk up these stairs, uh, avoiding the gross wet mopping space. You mean the footprints? Uh, I mean, you know, tomato footprint, tato. 
We should take the stairs one at a time, just in case they're still structurally unstable. How somehow. else do you take stairs? No, not. Oh my word! I'm taking them two at a time. Let's go as individuals, <laughs> Alita. So Johannes uh, bounds up the stairs. Look, I'm walnutting them. Nothing happens. You get up to the stairs safely. I do a little. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna punch the air a couple times, and then be like, I'm gonna take down this Russian boxer. Are you facing away from your party or toward your party? I'm facing probably, I just got up to the stairs and probably just looking at um, the wall. Okay. He's got the eye of the tiger right now. Yeah. Okay, I just, I didn't know if he turned around to acknowledge you guys. Never. Do I get any smells from these footprints? (laughs) Actually, you don't. So. They must have stepped in water to hide their scent. Is it perfectly, like not even the smell of like water? It just smells like it, it you do get the smell of water like but musty you, water nope. or just fresh clean water. fresh water so no smell but okay. no no living dead any kind of smell okay guys i'm at the top come on up yeah let's get up these stairs everybody everybody be careful and then solonar will proceed up the stairs solonar gets up the stairs perfectly safe nothing happens i'm in your corner you got this Come on. Alita's going to crouch down and offer her hand in case Koza wanted to scamper. Fine. Fine. Koza, we said one at a time. (laughs) Yeah, sure. I'll scamper up the arm. Cool. She's going to put Koza on her other shoulder where Felix is on the other one and just kind of walk up the stairs. That's three people. It'll never hold. Nothing happens. Oh. I think even with Felix and Koza in this form, I'm probably lighter than Solinar. Rude. You're I've, like a foot taller than me. I've been watching what I eat. You're like a foot taller than me. I don't appreciate what you're insinuating. I'm insinuating that you're significantly bigger than I am. Wow. I'm, Just because uh, he has a beer gut and he doesn't take care of himself well, and sometimes he smells a little bit, doesn't mean you have to put him down like that right in front of him, Alita. Yikes. I'm I'm half elven. My my bones are lighter than human bones. You I, guys don't have to be mean. I I was literally talking about how, I'm not engaging in this anymore. I wanna go find out about spooky dolls. That was really mean, Alita. He, he is more than a foot taller than me. Uh well Solinar feels sorry for himself. Boat, how are you and Cole dealing with building a shelter? Very capably, thanks to my years of training and survival in bad situations. When did you have years of survival training? With Solinar, like before I met Solinar, I was living the hard scrabble life, traveling from town to town, wrestling for $25 a night. It was a difficult existence, and to save money, I had to make camp where I could, not spend it on hotels, fancy things like that. Baths were a luxury. Had to hunt my own food. Had to hunt your own baths. Exactly. You gotta you, you pick up a smell for the river eventually. You can tell where it is. So, Water smell. Exactly. So how is this translating to uh, you and Cole? Well, we've dug a latrine ditch over on the far side of camp. Delightful. It, it is. It will make things far more delightful. We've put uh, tarp over our shelter. We're all good there. Uh, I've got a nice little fire going. Have you hunted a bath? I have not hunted a bath yet. The problem, you see, when you're on an island is the most accessible water is in the ocean, and it's salty. So you got a couple of options there. Uh, You can set up some sort of still to distill the water, but Mm -hmm. then you don't want to waste it on a bath because you need it to drink or Mm -hmm. it'll die. Uh, So what I'll probably do is just sort of go without for a while, give myself a nice leaf scrub in the meantime, Mm -hmm. uh, just to get some of the gunk out of my pores. Ooh, but you are next to an ocean. Maybe there's some sponges, some natural sponges in there. Maybe, but I don't want to have to wade too far out into the coral. You know, I might, Mm -hmm. uh, might, so jellyfish might bite me or something like that, and we don't need that. I don't need coal having to suck out the poison. Yeah. But I might, you know, maybe I'll take something off of uh, Snuffle's meat shelter <laughs> and just use that. I would be careful with that one. <laughs> Snuffle's likes me. Oh, that's true. But yeah, I've got uh, I've got our food hung up in a tree so bears won't get to it. Uh, it's it's a good situation over here. Are there any stars out tonight? Uh, yeah, I can actually make out uh, a couple of constellations. Uh, there's the Draco Lich. Uh, it it uh, rises high in the southern if sky. If you guys were going to pause for a minute, I would tell you that it is notable that there is no star <laughs> in the sky, but the sky is a blended field of colors. 
I must uh, have had one of Koza's mushrooms. I'm seeing all kinds of things. I would just tell you that the sky here at night is radically different from what it looks like normally. I think you were looking into the fire for a long time. You looked up and blinked, and you thought it was kind of some stars there for a second, but then you you blinked away the, the, the dots from that perfectly immaculately made fire. I think all the uh, isolation has give, put me into some sort of aesthetic trance. Yeah, what's the sky look like? The sky looks like a Rubik's Cube of colors swirling above me. Um, Rubik's... Shif- <laughs> shifting in squares. <laughs> no, Unsolvable, it's... except for one side, which you can get one full color, and the rest looks like nightmares. <laughs> yeah. It's like a rainbow spilled paint all over the heavens. That's actually more accurate. So the entire sky looks like an aurora. It's mottled purples, pinks, reds, and blues, all swirling across the sky in its entirety rather than in a concentrated point. Ooh. There is no sky beyond these colors. All the way down to the horizon? All the way to the horizon. So it's like we're in sort of a color bubble. Yeah. Okay. It sounds like if you watched it long enough, you'd probably get Aurora Bordialis. Low-hanging fruit! Low-hanging fruit! <laughs> okay, now why do you sound like a parrot? <laughs> Because it's a parody. <laughs> I had a place I was going there, but now I can't remember. You guys derailed me. But no, the sky doesn't <laughs> yeah. look natural mm-hmm. to you. Well, I guess there's only one thing to be done here, and that's just try to secure our survival for a little bit. I got uh, Cole to take care of. Then we should probably go look for everybody else. What's Cole doing? Cole was listening to you excitedly as you were explaining the ways to survive. Mm-hmm. So you see, when you catch the fish, you immediately need to cut off its head and then slice it open to get the guts out. There's no sense being sentimental and waiting. You just cut it off, cut it up. You can get it on the fire within 30 seconds of getting it out of the ocean, if you're all prepared. As you're saying this, Cole is aggressively smashing the fish's head with a rock. I mean, you could be a little bit more surgical (laughs) about the whole thing. But uh, anyway, uh, I'm gonna put on uh, I'm gonna put on a pot of tea. I'm gonna use some of these leaves and make some tea. What leaves do you have? Leaves on the ground. Roll. Uh, there's a little oak. Uh, some delicate yes. hints of maple. It's an oak tea. Uh, can I add anything to this? I will let you add nature. That is a six. <laughs> I would like to point out that the water will be boiling, so it will kill germs. Uh, That's but, not the problem. But not not the oils and things like poison ivy. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's a six and not a one. Yeah. So since you rolled a six, you make hot, disgusting leaf water. That's, I mean, that's the that's the actual. It tastes it tastes yeah. pretty mild, but the name of the leaf is called the disgusting yeah. leaf. <laughs> most, of the, most of the garbage is just boils like the scum of it is boiled away. It's we're left with a nice distilled product, and it's still nasty water. No, it's terrible. It's going to taste disgusting. Here, Cole, you try. It's it. also not. It's also not dry. Mm-hmm. You know that you can't just put like. Ground, you have to let. There's a process. <laughs> Alex's brain to is broken. <laughs> no, you just you just crumple up the leaves and you put them in there and you hit boil. You're, there you is do. someone who like unwinds with this podcast and a cup of tea who is going to have an aneurysm because no, of you. They're gonna look at to the bottom of their cup right now mm-hmm. as it trains empty, well, and that, they're gonna see the tea leaves have arranged themselves. Look, that's how they show is. They know nothing. That's how Boat makes tea. You can take it or leave it. All right. Boat makes not tea. Boat <laughs> makes sad hobo leaf soup. John get- Snow. When we get back to the mainland, uh, we can market Gravy Boat's Nasty Water. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> That's actually already an energy drink. Gravy it's Boat's like- Nasty Boy fuel. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's bottling and selling his bath water. Please the Gravy don't. Boat body spray. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, we're surviving. Yeah, I'm glad to see that. Once uh, our survival is secure, then we will go look for the others. Fantastic. I would really like to know more about this fish that's having its head smashed <laughs> in. I mean, Cole found a fish. Yeah. And now he's smashing its head in. Was it just flying by and he grabbed it? <laughs> no. Was he, it a carp or something like that? Like what kind of fish is he, it? He stuck it uh, with a stick in the mm. water. Whoa. Cole, what's his survival? I want this kid to hang out with us forever. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did he start the fire? Has, has yeah. Bo just been monologuing yeah. and Cole built a whole camp? <laughs> but, uh, oh, Cole, that's a western red-tailed fluber you got there. I'm sorry, it's a what? A western, a western red-tailed fluber. Yeah. A fluber? Yeah, they're, uh, 
You know, Isn't that a Robin Williams movie? <laughs> you find them all over the place in temperate waters like these. I'm not surprised to see them. They're a very necessary part of the world's uh, ecological structure. Funny that they often appear in East Seas, uh, mm-hmm. but they're called Western because, of course, they're migratory patterns. Mm-hmm. It's a circle of life, man. Yeah. They're mostly seen traveling west is the thing. Mm. I do want to ask, um, I hope this doesn't cause too many problems, but on the island there are no animals. Are there, in fact, fish in the sea here? None other than the one that Cole is uh, braining. He's killed the last <laughs> fish in the sea. No, there are no noticeable fish other than the one that Cole has. I was told that there are always plenty of fish in the sea, so this seems very misleading. Not for you. Only for Cole. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, you you feeling good about your scene there, Brandon? Now's not the time to say, Gabe, leave that long pause in. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, no, no, no. So, as Cole and Boat begin their search for their friends... Uh, Cole trying to figure out how to cook his fish on the run. Something else is fishy going on at other parts of the island, like the Dolwich House, where you guys are at the top of the stairs. Oh my gosh, look, I just found a fish. It's an east migratory There fluber. will be no fish, I'm going to tell you right now. Oh, never mind. I, it was actually just me powing around in this water. This Th- there's just like little puddles for like where the footprints are. It's not I like... I thought there was a little fish charm in There's one. not like a lake. Well, we're yeah. at the top of the stairs. Uh, let's. Um, uh, are we going up to the to the room? Johannes, are you okay? Are you are you seeing things? Yes. Are you feeling good? No. Actually, Johannes, you do see something standing behind Solinar. Mm-hmm. Uh, adult woman in a white dress, staring solemnly at the group, standing like three inches behind Solinar. Hmm. Well, what are you seeing, and how are you feeling? If not, if. Not nothing and also bad. Mm, so I wouldn't say bad, more confused because I don't know the name of your the person you brought with you. You mean Alita or? No, I know her name. Alita, good friend, good person. Oh, I know. Thank you, Johannes. I know his name, but I don't know her name. Uh, I'm assuming he's pointing over Solonar's shoulder at that point. Yep. Uh, is gonna be like, there's nobody, and turn around. There's nobody there. There's there's nobody there. So, but I see him looking straight at this person. As Solinar turns, the moment where she's obscured by him turning, she's gone. Man, I gotta stop flaring my cloak out so much when I turn around. Yeah, there's a huge cloak <laughs> flare. Living theatrically. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, of course, anytime a flare pops up, you have to shield your eyes a little bit, so you're honestly like, oh, hot! Uh, and then yeah, she's up. Oh, hmm. Where? Well, I guess she's not there anymore. Okay. So I'm going to. Solonar turns back to face Johannes. I'm going to go back to the question I was asking. What are you seeing and how are you feeling if not good? Uh, still confused uh, because I never got to ask for her name, which would have been nice, or introduce myself. I kind of somewhat passively asked for her name, but she didn't, you know, give it to us, which is. Uh, because I didn't actively, I, I ignored some of my politeness training, and I, uh, honestly, now I feel a little disappointed in myself, but I can do better. All right, so I'm going to infer from what you're saying, right. you saw a woman. Yes. And that you're confused, not about seeing a woman and her disappearing, but about why she didn't introduce herself. Right, because she was definitely close enough to at least say hello. Okay, that's, I, all right, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Alita, what do you think? Alita's like aggressively trying to like paw the growing hair behind her back. I wasn't actually paying that much attention. No, that's understandable. Would you like me to cut your hair? Yes, please. No problem. It's so long. Should I roll haircut skills? Please. Dexterity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to say Use. your hair is kind of like an animal. Use so. that, that, not animal handling now. Okay. Use your long sword. It's because you know I have a negative in that one. What, what would you like me to roll? Uh, I will go ahead. and I wish aesthetics was one. Sleight of hand. Attack with your long sword. (laughs) A 13. All right, you get her hair passably to its normal length. There you go. Give give Alita a Karen cut. It's too late. (laughs) Alita needs to speak to the manager of this place. Her eyes are still glowing, but her hair is no longer ridiculously long. So, I'm a little uncomfortable about this place. I don't know if anyone's noticed. Solinar's hair is growing. My hair is growing. My my eyes glow. 
I hope everyone's hair is growing. We're all still fairly young. Are we not noticing that Solonar's hair is like at his shoulders right now? What are you talking about? My hair is not. Oh God, my hair's at my shoulders. Yeah, it looks good. This isn't my usual aesthetic. I keep myself very well groomed at all times. Whoa, don't I, say just because you have long hair and a beer gut and you smell bad and you gotta have like some what? Lose some of your clothes are washed and so on. What? What? Why you keep Johan, yourself. Johannes, maybe, maybe inside thoughts for a minute. Why are you so mean? Yeah, Alita. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> I'm just. And you smell like a butt. <laughs> <laughs> Cause it's gonna hop off the shoulder mm-hmm. and scur- scurry down the um, scurry down to the floor, mm-hmm. and start following the footprints. Okay, uh, I like to imagine that you are like trying to sneak as a ferret with like cartoonishly yes. over the top oh, leg movements. <laughs> it's very cute. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yes, exactly. Um, you sneak up. You find a. You find the passageway through the painting. And the footsteps, abrupt, the footprints abruptly stop at the painting. And is the painting still open? Mm-hmm. And there's no footprints up into there. There are no footprints on the stairs up to the attic. Oh, Koza's got the right idea. That's that's the way up to the attic to go check out the dollhouse and the screaming. If whatever screamed is still there. I mean, we won't know until we go check. So as you guys, uh, head, I'm assuming, heading up the stairs to investigate... You find yourself in a very different room than when you first arrived. Well, this isn't... This isn't... This room is much cleaner. We... Well, now hold on. And Solonar is going to go back to the bottom of the stairs and, like, count doors and look at, like, where in the hallway it is and be like, no, this is... This is definitely the right... Well, that's weird. And he goes back up to the top of the stairs. This is definitely not the room I saw before. The room is cleaner, girlier. It looks more comfortable, more lived in. Does it look newer? It does, significantly. There are rips in the wallpaper that have since been mended, cracks in the windows that have healed. So that you, we could tell that they've been fixed and healed. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's not like we went back in time? Not that you can think. Okay. Just... I mean, you wouldn't know, but what a cute room. It looks like a little girl's room. I mean, it... To be honest, it looked kind of like a little girl's room before, but worse. Is the dollhouse still there? Yes, but you don't feel any magical energy coming off of it. I love this room. It's so cute. Oh, there's the dollhouse. We just have to open the windows and the door, and then all of those are portals to different places. This thing? Yeah, that thing. Go ahead, open, open some windows. Alita opens the tiny window. It sure is a dollhouse. I'm sorry, what? She opens the teeny front door. Yep, that's a dollhouse. No, this is all wrong. That was a magical multi-portal to many different places, and I don't know what changed, but this room also looked a lot worse. Honestly, this room looked a lot more like the rest of the house, where it's kind of, like, spooky. It's got kind of a, like, worn unlived in sort of feeling to it um kind of like it's full of ghosts alita kind of runs her finger along the windowsill and is like it's been dusted oh maybe this is the person who mopped and then didn't leave the wet floor sign around yeah question were the footprints going towards or away from this towards i was having you follow them is there still the entrance into the the walls that were found earlier it looks a little bit more like a tiny white door rather than the very uncomfortable method to get in that you had originally. It looks like a little crawl door or a door that was made for a small child. Can I open the door? You can jiggle it, but it's locked. I mean, you're also a ferret, so it's going to be significantly harder for you to do. Yes, but much more adorable. Yes, significantly cuter. But if I've learned anything, it's that ferrets are master thieves. So he's probably got like a six to lock picking and his own set of tools on him right now. Uh, I, I do scurry over to Solonar and try to take his lock picking stuff. And he is a master thief. <laughs> but it is attached to Solonar's belt. Yes. So And you do have tiny, tiny ferret hands. <laughs> I'm going to say you at the very least scrabble up Solonar's leg 
to get to belt height. I, I like how Koza is just trying to be an ultimate fixer. He's not asking. He's just like, no, give me this. I'll do it myself. Well, he can't. He can't ask. You could be not a ferret. <laughs> I don't know that that's really an option. All Listeners, right. would you not be a ferret if you were a ferret? There you have it. Think about yeah. it. There you have it. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to walk up to this window and look outside. You see a beautiful, lush jungle stretching out far across the island. I look up towards the sky. It is the aurora that I described earlier that Boat saw. Oh, I wonder if Boat and Cody are looking at the same sky. You're talking about Boat and Cole? Yeah. Um, Cozer, are you trying to do something? Wait, what are you... <laughs> she's... She's not ready. <laughs> I run back over to the door and j- try to grab the handle again. Oh, he's trying to indicate that he wants me to lockpick that door. I get it. Sure, buddy. Let me let me see what I can do for you. Roll. It is a three, though, which even with my plus five is an eight. You are unable to open the door. Well, this is unusual. Usually locks fl- fall before me, my mighty lockpicking tools. Um, but this uh, this is... This isn't happening. I want to make a joke, but Alita wouldn't make it. It would just be me. This is the <laughs> first time I've ever seen you not unlock a lock. Is it possible that this might be something wrong with this house? Can I try as a ferret? To lockpick? Yes. What are ferret stats on, on lockpick? Just dexterity? pick a number. Adorable. <laughs> uh, disadvantaged. <laughs> And if, uh, and if they're if they're Weasley, they should get a plus to Arcana. I think what happens is is that Solonar leaves no. the tools in the door, and uh, like in the thing, he's like, I, I just don't understand. And then a ferret jumps off of a bed towards them. Wow. Yeah, that's going to be an unnatural twenty. So after Solonar beefs it, <laughs> trying to open this lock, Koza makes a dissatisfied ferret sound and scrabbles his tiny ferret paws onto the lockpicks. A soft click sound is heard as the door creaks open. Maybe my hands aren't as steady tonight as I thought they were, because that was actually pretty impressive there, Koza. I didn't think ferret you had it in you. Whichever tool is lightest, the ferret kind of twirls it around its wrist. That's n- You can't do that. That's not how ferret wrists are built. No, he does that and then falls immediately to the ground <laughs> from the weight of it. <laughs> exactly. I just keep imagining that video of the ferret that stole the plunger. <laughs> so as the door opens and you all peer inside, we're going to go back over to Boat and Coat. And Cole. <laughs> but did you about to say Boat and Coat? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Boat and Coza. And then I was like, no, Coza just opened the door. He's not with Boat. Mm-hmm. The, d- the door creaks open. Johannes turns to the window again. <laughs> can, I, can I tell through the Joseph and the Technicolor sky what time of day it is? No. What do, what time of day do night. I? Oh, okay, it seems like like six o'clock night or like two in the morning night. Seven or eight. Okay, so like mid evening, sort of. I go, I like to go to bed at like nine thirty. So presumably we've eaten our like uh, like Western red tail fluber or whatever. Yes. Um, you've had your supper, but you haven't had dinner just yet. Mm-hmm. Supper comes after dinner. You've had your yeah. supper. No, it's the twenty first century. Dinner comes after lunch. And then you eat three suppers. Uh-huh. Anyway. Oh, we, my God. We're going through the jungle. It's nighttime, but the sky's weird. We've eaten our evening meal. There we go. Boat, it, Boat and Cole are sitting around the fire. I thought you guys uh, had gone off to investigate. To no, we said we have to eat first. Yeah, yeah. We said, yeah. And then Cole's stomach is rumbling because he really wants some supper. <laughs> I think the reason there's confusion is because Alex said that Cole was trying to figure out how to cook the fish on the mm-hmm. run. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say that what happened is y'all determined that it wasn't feasible. <laughs> yeah. You can't like just have a torch with like, <laughs> gently roasting it on yeah. a spit as yeah. you run. Let me let me describe the scene. Boat and Cole are sitting around the uh, the fire, which is while not down to embers, has gone low. And Boat keeps he's been looking around, sort of expectantly toward the forest, where he abandoned the party to those really annoying children. And he looks at the shelter. He looks at the fire. He looks at Cole, buddy. I got a question for you. Cole looks over. What would you think if we went back into the jungle there and tried to find everybody? 
Cole looks determined and nods. Okay. Then he looks behind you, somewhat confused. Boat uh, tips his hat back a little bit to make sure his view is not obscured, and slowly, like an owl, turns around. <laughs> like it just turns his head 180 <laughs> yeah. degrees. He didn't stutter. He said, like an owl. Yeah. And then with a single popping noise has broken his own neck. <laughs> you see some kind of glowing figure in the woods um, wearing what appears to be a white dress. Uh, so it's, is it a male or female figure? You assume female. Okay. Like, how many candle power are we talking, like, glowing here? Like, is it, like, a dull glow, or is there, like, would I see the effects of the glow coming from behind me? No. Okay, so it's, like, a low glow. Yes, and also a bit of a distance. Okay. But the same way you can see a single candle within a mile of the dark. Okay. So if I had to guess, how far away is, is this thing? 500 to 700 feet. 500 to 700 feet. Boat stands up. He puts both hands up, palms out, um, and starts walking slowly toward the figure. He turns back to Cole. He's like, buddy, you stay here. And then I take one hand and toss him a dagger. He'll catch the dagger. Yeah. Just to, <laughs> yeah, be careful. Just, uh, I'll be back in a minute. I just want to check this out. Don't, don't lose sight of me. Uh, Cole nods. Really should have given you that dagger before you... Used blunt rocks to destroy that fish head. <laughs> I was about to say the same thing. Boy's got to learn to survive the hard way. So boat's walking. Like, As you turn back around, mm-hmm. the figure is gone. Um, I keep walking slowly forward, just like, hello, hello, Miss Glowworm, hello. I presume you're a woman. I don't know that for sure. Is there anybody there? I really appreciate boat not trying to assume gender. Mm-hmm. Yeah, boat's trying not to be heteronormative. Hello? The only thing that echoes back is your own voice. Would I be out of sight of Cole if I walked over to where I saw the thing? No. You, I mean, it's dark, but mm-hmm. yeah, he'd see you. I okay. mean, he'd see you moving around vaguely. All right. I'm going to walk over there and just sort of look around on the ground, see if I see anything. You feel a small patch of wet leaves, but that's it. Oh, are there some tea leaves? It might no. be. I'm going to take uh, a handful of the wet leaves Maybe take them to, back to the boys in the lab, see if we can analyze the ectoplasm on this. <laughs> or at the very least, make another batch of Gravy Boat's Nasty no, Water. This would be ghost tea. Oh, there's a good market for that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and what it, it would be G-H-O-S in lowercase letters, and then the T would be capital. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> ghost tea. <laughs> Solarian uh, royalty, love it. Yeah. <laughs> You just invented something right there, Tellarian. <laughs> Tellarian. That's that's uh, kind of like Pangea before yeah. the splitting of the continent. Tellar. It was it was Tellaria. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I go back to the camp, and I was like, "Buddy, you saw that, didn't you?" Cole looks over to you and nods. All right, tell you what, uh, gather up your stuff. Let's make some torches. We're going to head back and see what's going on. This place is, a, as if the sky wasn't enough, this place is getting a little spookier. Cole nods and runs off to go retrieve Snuffles. All right, let's boogie. As you two boogie, let's go back to the haunted, terrifying door that just opened. I'm surprised that Snuffles is so willingly parting with her meat shelter. Snuffles is aware that eventually the meat shelter will become rancid. I think when they make it back, the meat shelter's gone and they just see a very stuffed Snuffles. (laughs) Oh, God, gross. (laughs) (laughs) She ate herself out of house and home. (laughs) It's like the Hansel and Gretel story, but with meat. (laughs) There's a lot of salt on it. It's how you preserve it. So, So you were talking about an opening of a spooky door. Yes, the spooky door opens. It's very small. The only person who could very easily, well, the two people who could very easily go through it, well, the three people who could very easily go through it are Johannes, Felix, and Ferret Koza. I was hoping that would just keep escalating. (laughs) What does it look like beyond the door? Beyond the door is a dark fabric-lined corridor that curves around, and from what you see, there are a couple of different passageways. Do I smell anything from any of the passageways? You smell a very light smell of, like, jasmine and vanilla. It smells like a children's perfume. From any particular direction? From down the corridor somewhere. But you said it splits off in different ways. It does, but from where you are, you can just tell that it's down somewhere. Okay. 
I'm going to gesture to get y'all to follow me. Well, Felix will definitely be able to scamper down and follow you, but Alita's kind of like, I don't know if I can fit through this. What about Johannes? Oh, I don't know if I can fit through this. Can I? Uh, yeah, pretty, pretty easily. Oh, wow. Look, it's very easy. Um, well, before I go down there, I think, you know, I'm wearing... Um, some, some, I some, feel out of fashion in this area. I wonder if there's any fashionable items inside this closet. As you open the closet, it is filled with dolls. They all don't move. They have no reaction to you. So it's filled with dolls in a, I open the door and they're just like, <laughs> and they fall over. It's like uh, buried in nope. dolls. Or? Nope. There are shelves within the closet. Okay. There's no clothes. Well, there are clothes on the dolls. I don't think that'll fit me. Wait, how large are these dolls? Some of the dolls are pretty big. Uh, mm, this is not what I was expecting. I'm going to just close this closet door. <sighs> yeah, I'll find something fashionable somewhere else. It's unfortunate. But, you know, it can't be helped. I'm coming with you, Koza. Wait, do we want to... Should we split the party? I mean, I'd offer to follow along if it weren't for my beer gut and my chubby cheeks and my chicken thighs. Hey, man, don't and let you Ali- smell like don't, a butt. Don't <laughs> let Alita get you down. Solana, are you okay? Alita didn't say any of those <laughs> terrible, hurtful things. Look, look, look. Hey, man. <laughs> Alon? <laughs> we wouldn't be here if it weren't for... You're amazing carrying lockpicks with you for a ferret to unlock this door. I wonder, I wonder if I, if I just threw myself from the window, it'd probably be fairly lethal. Oh, but if I just break my legs, that's a terrible way to go out. That's weeks, weeks of starving. Or you could not be very dramatic. Well, I don't know if that's possible, Alita. If you break your legs, I'll literally just come down and heal you and then make you come and do all this again. Oh, look, I need you for this prophecy. Meanwhile, I look, I climbed through this door to get away from this. Hey, how's yeah. it going, Koza? <laughs> um, I really, it's been really weird not being able to talk to you. I don't even know if you understand me. Do you understand me? Koza <laughs> uh, nods with a squeak to Johannes. Oh, well, that's good. So what are we doing? Are we going this way? Um... Again, nods and then starts sniffing down the hallway. Okay. Felix is going to carefully follow Koza, attempting not to step on his long ferret tail. This is pretty strange. I'm one, the only person who can talk audibly, and two, the only person who is huge in this part. This is not something I'm used to. How much of a squeeze is it? For you guys, not very. Right, but for Johannes. It, it's a it's tight, but it's comfortable. He's not rubbing up against the walls. Okay, I feel pretty comfortable here. Actually, it's kind of like um, it was like size just for him. It's like when you're when you're sleeping with some warm potatoes, you kind of get that nice, comfortable, passive warmth. A good old tater nap. Yeah, <laughs> a tater nap. So as I head down the passage, can I sniff the direction the smell is coming from? You can. You're going to go down the left corridor for a distance, and you're going to come across a ceramic mask. The smell is going to be pretty concentrated on this mask, but it doesn't seem to be the source of it. Okay, beyond the mask, does it continue on, the smell? Yeah, there's a person wearing it. (laughs) Somebody stop I'm going to gesture at this mask to Johannes. It's very hard to miss, unless Johannes isn't paying attention and steps on it. Uh, Seven? You're going to notice it. Whoa, I almost stepped on this thing. Oh, it's a masque. Do you think they do theater in the walls? Like a little, like it's kind of like a black wall theater. Koza uh, gives a kind of a confused, like, what are you talking about? Look, you know, like the, where they have the play. Um, maybe, maybe you haven't seen one. I'm going to put this on. You're to, going to wear the mask? Yeah, because I'm part of the theater. All right. You put on the mask. What do you think, Koza? Am I like one of the actors? <laughs> As you continue down closer towards the source of the smell, you find a small offshoot in another small white door, the same kind that you got into the corridor from. Well, you opened the last one. This one's all you, buddy. Um, is that the direction the smell's coming from? Yes. going to try to open it. Cool. The door opens easily, and you find yourself in a clean, well-furnished bed, uh, playroom. Wow, you just jumped like four feet to open that doorknob. That was great. Small, small door. It's the same. Yeah, the doorknob's really high up there. No. (laughs) You find yourself in a children's playroom that is filled with toys and light and beautiful furnishings, and it's clean and pristine. 
Is there anybody in the room? Slowly winding uh, Jack in the Box with a very pleasant melody is a small girl in a white dress wearing a ceramic mask. And is that where the smell's coming from? Yes. Um, I'm going to gesture to Felix and Johannes to wait. Felix is immediately going to like kind of scurry slightly back and nod. Roll the 20, so I think I understand what you're trying to go through. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, literally all of us. And I don't have to tell this, this girl that she smells. Um. <laughs> you thought it was Solinar who smelled like a butt, but it was really this. Yep, Jasmine and Vanilla. That's a butt smell wherever they're one. Vanilla. Mm, I, mean, I mean, when you poop rainbows, yeah. So, yes, Koza? <laughs> How closely is this girl staring at the jack-in-the-box? Pretty intently. But she's also wearing a huge ceramic mask, so you're not able to really tell the you know, level of her expressions. She always looks intent because she's wearing a ceramic mask. Is there a ball in this room? Yes. I'm going to go climb on top of the ball. Okay. And then try to walk on top of the ball over Roll to... dexterity. Like a circus animal? <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, that's going to be a seven. You are not going to be able to stay on the ball. You will fall okay. with an adorable you, squeak. Right in front of her face plant. That's your first impression. What a poor actor. The music stops and the girl turns. I'm going to wave. She's going to stare. I'm going to do a little dance. She's going to stare. Oh, are you flossing? <laughs> oh, no, a little ferret flossing. It's ferret flossing. I was going for the alliteration. Uh, I'm going to dab. That's How? Not... Your arms aren't long enough. He's, now he's doing the he's doing the cabbage patch, mm-hmm. and the running man. <laughs> I mean, so dabbing dabbing is a ferret. I think their arms are still long enough to reach up to their faces because they have to be able to clean themselves. And so it would probably be like, and then the hand like comes up to like eye. You know what? Roll the dab. And then Roll the dab. Down. I don't need to hear this. I just need to know if you can do it. Performance at disadvantage. <laughs> what, is, what is the modifier oh, for dabbing? No, you fa- you can't oh. dab as a ferret. What were you thinking? <laughs> I'm going to scamper closer to the girl. She's not going to react or move. I'm going to scamper all the way to the jack in the box. She's going to, you know, track you while she while you're while you're moving, but she's not going to react. I'm going to clamber on top of the jack in the box and no reaction. Mm-mm. Uh, I'm going to sit here. Just Johannes is just like, crank the jacket, launch him in the air. It was so funny. <laughs> You can do it. <laughs> no, if he turned into a Pop weasel instead of a ferret. Oh, I was thinking of a flying ferret, just more alliteration. I'm going to try to jump on her shoulder. She will react a little bit startled when you do so. Especially as you got sharp little ferret claws. Ow, poor little kid. That's true. I try not to like poke her skin, just grab like her dress. No, you already said it. You already said you'd jump onto her shoulder. Well, poor I'm little girl. she has more of like a dress not like she's a, she's wearing like a shift like it's mm-hmm. not though as soon as you jump on her and touch her physically uh in front of the two of you at the on the other side of the jack-in-the-box stands a woman in white out of curiosity is she feel warm like a living person she does not okay just thought no I the little shift. girl does oh that's what i was okay asking. cool the little girl does the figure in white does not i'm gonna wave to the figure in white She's going to kind of tilt her head and smile warmly. So I'm going to jump off the shoulder, move a little distance away, mm-hmm. and turn back into a person. The little girl doesn't seem to have a reaction. The lady in white seems surprised. Um, hello. I'm really not sure how this introduction should go, but um, we found our way into this house. Johannes Felix, you should come out too. Felix is going to look over at Johannes. Johannes is going to look over at Felix. Felix is going to kind of give him a look like we're not actually going out there, right? Johannes is going to give him a look like, I don't know what we're looking at. (laughs) I'm Koza, and in the passage is uh, my companion uh, Johannes and and our other companion Felix. Uh, Felix is a pseudo-dragon, and we're here in the house, and what is your name? I love Koza's tendency to describe the racial aspect of every... I'm Koza, a human variant. This is my friend Felix, the pseudo-dragon. Koza narrates the world for a visually impaired audience. It's delightful and charming. So Felix is going to kind of scamper out over by Koza and 
you know, sit proudly, though you can see he's kind of trembling in his little little dragon scales. Johannes, during this time, uh, was able to change back into his jester outfit with of course the colors of who he represented for the Ocean Var games. He puts back on his performance mask and he uh, does a nice little tumble out into a little bit of a flip and he lands it and he says, uh, this all is pending in this role. Now, hold oh, on. Absolutely. So he does a little tumble flip and he lands it. He sticks the landing. He I'm does a deep bow and then he's like, ladies and gentlemen. Now, now hold on just a second. I'm going to go ahead and assume that you rolled acrobatics for that tumble and flip, Mr. You can't vault a counter without rolling acrobatics. I did. Okay, that was that roll now. Because you said pending what you're saying, which oh, makes no, it sound I, like you're doing performance no, for something else. No, I was just doing the... I, I, need, I knew I needed to roll those flips. Okay, all right, all right. Would you, do you want me to roll for something else? No, I want to make sure you were rolling acrobatics. Oh, oh I you wasn't know who, sure. You I was know not, who can demand rolls? Yeah, not following. you guys. I'm trying to hold him to the same standards Quit he holds the me. the dungeon police, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just enjoy the game. Never. Never here. Soul and Narc. No spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> guys. You can't let anyone know that Alden is an ancient dragon. No spoilers. No one can know. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, introducing before you a new member of this cast, me, the tumbling folder. The woman turns and smiles. The little girl just kind of turns her head. You can't tell her expression. Look, I can do a little handstand. Uh, I've got a 15 for my handstand. You're doing fine on your handstand. I'm doing well. I'm quivering for the audience just to try to make you think I can't do it. But then I do a push up with it and then I flip back. Ha ha. <laughs> with my arms outstretched. Quiver, push up, roll. <laughs> I'm, trying to find a way to make I'm glad you found that funny because no one else did. I like, That's what's I, funny about it. The effort, the effort was, was yeah. for sure there. I, I don't even get a clap from, you know, I'm going to clap. Anybody? This is me talking. Uh, Koza <laughs> so like, kind of looks and it's like, uh, uh, um, and claps a bit. You both may stay. The figure in white kind of smiles and then fades away. Uh, wait, um, wait one second. She's she, gone, fam. Get out, go. She's gone, gone. Alita, you get in here. Get, <laughs> get. Uh, <laughs> Them Duke boys. <laughs> okay. I'm watching your face get redder and redder. I'm going full Roscoe P. Coltrane. A uh, little girl, can you understand me? She stares blankly. Uh, I'm gonna use message mm -hmm. and ask the same question. She stares blankly. Oh, oh, I, I know what you do here. Wait, let's see. Let's. I'm gonna grab some of these balls. Okay, okay. This. I'm, I'm gonna juggle. If you don't enjoy this, then you don't enjoy anything. Halfling juggling is, it's a whole nother art form. Here, check this out. Please crit fail. Please crit fail. I'll just get Since... to reroll it. Since message takes pointing at them, Koza's like, can you understand me? And then when she says nothing, he just starts pointing. I <laughs> <laughs> got a five. You are you, you stumble and drop the balls. Except for one. Except for one. Yeah, which I continue to toss <laughs> up and catch. Halfling juggling! <laughs> Is there a doorway into this room? Mm -hmm. There's the doorway you came in from, and there's a door that leads to the stairs, which leads to the floor okay. you were previously on. So now that we have matching masks, I've got to ask one thing. I know I was the performer for this performance, but would you mind doing me the honor as the original cast member? Of signing my mask. She reaches up and gently touches it and then puts her hand back. Is there is there any marks on it? There are not, but she did sort of smear the paint a little bit. <gasps> oh, yes! I got an original cast member to sign my mask. These are valuable. Uh, Felix, go find, go find Alita and Solonar and show them the way to this room. <laughs> he scampers down the way you came. Have we just been chilling in this room yeah, can the we whole time everything else is going on? Let's find yeah, out. Yeah, let's have a little... I want this conversation that's been going on while we've been in 
situation. Now, now hold on, because you guys have been gone for like what five, ten minutes at this point. Have we just been like sitting there the whole time? That's what I want to know. I mean, Alita's been kind of crouched by, sort of looking in to see what she can see through there. I'm gonna say that Solonar like checked out the dollhouse for a little bit and then got bored with that pretty quickly. And so he went and sat on the edge of the bed and is just kind of like stretching himself out, like stretching stretching them hammies, making sure everything's nice and nice and limber. And he's like, so when you're making friends inside a prison, but you're in individual cells, <laughs> the, the trick, the, the real secret is that you have to be comfortable talking through the bars in a manner where the guards are for sure going to be able to hear you. I don't know that you're going to need this information, but you never know in an adventure like ours. I've learned a lot about crime from you. You're also aware that Johannes says stuff like that to everyone, right? Which, the 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 beer gut and the, the chubby thighs and the keep, terrible breath. You keep adding things onto it. I heard him. I heard him in my soul. Solonar, it's okay. He says stuff like that to everyone. I am learning to not let it get to me. He's never said anything like that to me before. Never once. He said it to Boat. He said it to me. He said it to Eek. Well, yeah, but usually Boat had it coming. Is, is Johannes just fat shaming everybody? <laughs> I, I, I didn't know so. my character builds. Johanna, Johannes insults like Alita's hair and like how if, and how like if kept Bo she is. If were here, he would be defending the honor of chubby thighs everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, after all, you got to appreciate something so thick. <laughs> I don't say it like that. The best yeah. part about that. Yeah, how do you say it? Thick. No. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm not used to receiving that sort of treatment, in part because I consider my own physique very well taken care of. Not commenting on that. Oh, Felix. All right. Are they in trouble? Did they fall down the well? Felix looks at you like, come on, man. I don't know. There could be a well in this house. Uh, I think he wants us to come follow him. I thought we couldn't fit. I think there's another way. Oh, well, uh, lead on if there's another way. Felix begins to scamper out the room, Alita hot on his trail. So that is what you two are doing. Mm-hmm. The two of you find yourself in the in the abandoned playroom with what the masked child. And you, Boat, and Cole find yourself in a jungle. There are dolls pinned and strapped to the trees around you. Cole is like clinging to Boat's cloak. Uh, I, with a flourish, wrap my cloak around him so he's sort of protected from it. Like the spook. That's so charming. Mm-hmm. So you go deeper and deeper into the woods. You come across a pathway. If you follow it with your eyes, it leads up a hill. And on the top of the hill is a house. In the middle of our house. Tesseract. 